Father, we thank you. Lord, we love you. We bless your holy name. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Father, we have all come unto you and unto no man. Let none of us live here the same. Touch us. Uphold us. Like you have always done, Father, put the devil to shame. Let our joy be full. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, Lord. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's have our seats. We are welcome to his presence. Welcome to the Tell somebody welcome to the house of God. Better still, tell somebody welcome to the house of your father. Now, peradventure, he is not the father of that person. So you will tell your neighbor, welcome to the house of my father. It is well with you in Jesus' name. We started looking at a topic we called altar of affliction some weeks ago as part of the topic that we call altar versus altar. Let's open our Bibles to Ezekiel chapter 21 verse 27. Ezekiel 21 27. Ezekiel 21 27. We have a lot to do today and the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We have a baby dedication. We just finished the vacation Bible school and our children want to show us a few things that they learned. It's a long day, but it's a blessed day. Amen. Tell somebody you will be blessed today. Amen. And I understand that uh, uh, our AC is finding it difficult to accommodate the external temp temperature and all that stuff. But I can assure you that none of us will live here the way we came in Jesus' name. Amen. So please bear with us. We are, we are taking steps to improve that situation. Ezekiel 21-27 says, I will overturn, overturn, overturn it. And it shall be no more until he come whose right it is. And I will give it him. Tell somebody, God will give me my right. You see, that's what that scripture is saying. I will overturn. I mean, for as long as it takes to overturn that you may receive or obtain your right. He said, I will continue to do what? Overturn. Because there is a possession that belongs to you. There is something that God has given unto you. And so long as somebody is sitting on it, God will do what? God will do what? There is a release that God has I mean, put into your life. So long as someone is holding on to it, he will do what? He will overturn. He's not going to rest until you possess your possession. That's what I will possess my possession. Overturn here means to overthrow. Means what? To overthrow. In the book of 1 Kings chapter 13, from verse 1 to verse 6, we see the story of Jeroboam and the first altar he built in Israel. Remember, at this point in time, Israel had been divided into the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. Judah was called Judah, and the northern kingdom was called Israel. And Jeroboam woke up one day and said, mm, if the people continue to go to Jerusalem to worship, one day, 
they will turn their hearts back to their king. Of course, he realized that the rightful king was David and his kingdom. So he, he, he made up his mind to erect an altar. Tell somebody an altar. And he said, is, you people, it's too difficult. I mean, it's too much for you to go to Jerusalem. Just come to this altar and worship the molten image. Worship the image I have prepared for you. Brethren, in your service of God, if all you are always looking for is the easy option, you will end up worshiping on the altar of Jeroboam. Is somebody listening to me? If all you are after as a child of God is the easy option, the convenient option, the option that makes you not to stress yourself, but to just go and I mean, ask, for, uh, uh, ask for blessing, ask for benefit, you will end up worshiping on the altar of Jeroboam. And the altar of Jeroboam is an altar that God has rejected. And I pray for you today, God will not reject your service. Amen. I say, God will not reject your service. Amen. God will not reject your sacrifice in Jesus' name. Amen. In 1 Kings chapter 13 from verse 1, the Bible says, There came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. Bethel was where Jeroboam put his altar. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus said the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born into the house of David, Josiah by name. You can put your name there. And upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that born incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be born upon thee. In other words, remember, there are three attributes of an altar. Number one, a place. Number two, Number three, so a place, a sacrifice, and a priest. And a what? A priest. You see, when you destroy the altar and you leave the priest, what will he do? He will rebuild it. So that's why you must take care of the place, the sacrifice, and the priest. And in this instance, he says, upon thee shall he offer the priest of the high places. So we are talking about principles that are biblical. That born incense upon thee, and men's bones have been born upon thee. Let's go to verse 3. Verse 3. Technical. Okay, verse 3. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent. Amen. I thought somebody would say amen to that. Amen. I said, Behold, the altar shall be rent. Amen. We started talking about the altar of affliction. Every altar of affliction that, is, that has been erected contrary to your destiny, behold, that altar shall be rent. Amen. Behold, that altar shall be rent. Amen. And the Bible says, and the ashes upon it shall be poured out. In other words, whatever sacrifice is upon the altar will be what? Will be poured out. It will be rejected. Every or, I mean, sacrifice that has been made contrary to your destiny will be rejected in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, in the book of Numbers, some men gathered together against Moses. I believe we remember their names. Uh, something, Abiram, Korah, Datan, Abiram. Yes. They gathered against Moses. And they began to burn incense. That was a contrary altar. What did Moses say? He said, Oh Lord, Accept not their offering. 
Why did he need to say that? They were not offering, the, I mean, their offering was not right. Their offering was contrary to the word of God. They were making an offering in rebellion. Yet, Moses had to pray, Oh Lord, do what? Do not accept their offering. Because, paradventure, if Moses himself had sinned against God, then the offering of the enemy against him can work. I pray for you today. Every offering of the enemy against you, God will not accept. Amen. God will reject. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I'll go to verse, okay, verse 3, I've read it. I'll go to verse 4. And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, lay hold on him and his hand, which he put forth against him, did what? It dried up. So that he could not pull it in again to him. In our present day, what would they call that? Medical people. What, would, what, what, what problem did, they, did he have? He stretched out his hand and the hand dried up. What do you call that? Paralysis. What else? Stroke. <laughs> I don't know if it is a stroke of the hand or one, maybe stroke of the right side or left side, whatever it is. He, he could no longer use that hand. And we know the rest of the story. Until he asked the man of God to pray for him. If he had not asked that man of God to pray for him, he would have lost the use of that hand till he died. And I'm sure we are, all of us that are here know that God still answers prayers. True of us. He still answers prayers. There are some afflictions we are dealing with that are afflictions by virtue of contrary altars. By virtue of contrary words that have been spoken against us. But God will arise and fight for you today in Jesus' name. Amen. When you go to 2 Kings chapter 23, from verse 15 to verse 18, we see the fulfillment of the word that was spoken by that prophet. It came to pass. And I have a word for someone here today. The word of God concerning you, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. I say it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. There is a conspiracy against you. It shall not thrive. Amen. There is a conspiracy against your destiny. It shall not survive. Amen. The fire of God will consume it in Jesus' name. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 7. Isaiah chapter 7. From verse 4 to verse 7. Isaiah 7, 4 to 7. The Bible says, Say unto him, Take heed, be quiet, fear not, neither be faint-hearted, for the two tails of this smoking firebrand, for the fierce anger of resin with Syria and of the son of Remaliah. Because Syria, Ephraim, and the son of Remaliah have taken evil counsel against thee. They've taken what? Saying, Let us go out against Judah and vex it, and make a breach therein for us, and set a king in the midst of it, even the son of Tabir. Thus said the Lord God, It shall not stand. Neither shall it come to pass. Amen. Every evil counsel against you, I decree today, it shall not stand. Amen. And it shall not come to pass. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible tells me in the book of Psalm chapter 33, Psalm 33, verse 8. Psalm 33, verse 8. Say, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. 
Verse 10 says, The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of non effect. Every counsel and devices of the kingdom of darkness against you, it shall come to naught in the name of Jesus. It is of non effect in the name of Jesus. Verse 11 says, The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. God's counsel will come to pass in your life. Amen. You will be a testimony. Amen. I said you will be a testimony. Amen. We started looking at what we call the symptoms of a life that is battling with altars last week. And we mentioned, I believe, three of them. We said number one is repeated affliction. Is that, is that not so? What else did you mention? Periodic sicknesses, uh-huh. Compulsive action. Compulsive action. You would have done it before you ask yourself, why did I do it? Why did I do that? But by then it is what? It's too late. It will not be too late for you. It will not be too late for you. The fourth symptom of a person battling with altars is death wish and suicidal tendencies. What did I say? Oh, they will have a medical term for it. Do you realize that there's a medical term for every sickness and disease? Everyone. They will have a terminology for it. But unless God intervenes, that sickness, that disease, that whatever situation will terminate the life of that person. Oh, they will say, oh, he has had hallucinogenic, is that something like that? <laughs> Tendencies. But the person is battling a spiritual battle. A spiritual battle. But the Bible tells me something about, about this covenant with death. In Isaiah 28, verse 15 to 16. He said, because you have said we have made a covenant with death, and with hell are we at agreement. He said, when the overthrown scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us. For we have made lies our refuge, and not that falsehood that we hid ourselves. He's talking about individuals here who said, well, we have an agreement with death. Death cannot harm us. And the Lord is saying, uh -huh, they are the ones that death will harm. But when they now make death an attack against you, God will stop them. Amen. Do you remember the Bible passage that says, when the enemy shall come like what? Say God will do what? He will raise a standard against him. God will raise a standard on your behalf. Amen. I said, God will raise a standard on your behalf. Amen. And he will raise a standard against your enemy. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, let God arise. Psalm 68 verse 1. And let his enemies be scattered. When you wake up of all the good things in life that you can do. And the next thing you can be thinking of is how to kill yourself. You are battling a spiritual enemy. God will scatter them today in Jesus' name. Amen. Every voice that is giving you that suggestion that you should kill yourself, I silence that voice today in Jesus' name. Amen. Every voice from the pit of hell that has no good plan concerning you from today onwards, you will never hear them again in Jesus' name. Amen. It may be the voice of someone that you know. It may be the voice of someone that you don't know. Wherever this voice is coming from, 
Today marks an end of that voice in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 28 verse 18 says, Your covenant with death shall be dishonored. You are going to pray with me. You say, I command. Are we ready to pray today? Yes, say, I command. I command. Every, altar Every altar of covenant with death, covenant with death. In, my in my family be overturned, be overturned. and be burned down in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Every altar of covenant with death in my family, I command it to be overturned and be burned down in the name of Jesus. Every altar of covenant with them in my family. I command you to be overturned, to be born in the name of Jesus. Mazuta Oh, yes. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Let's have our seat. Let's have our seat. Another symptom of a person that is battling with altars is abnormal losses. What did I say? Some, some losses you can account for. Is that also? But you just realize that I don't understand. When they say, how did it happen? The answer is what? I don't understand. Like the story of a husband and wife who were living in their house. And they just found out that every now and then, the wife would put money somewhere the husband knows why she put some money, the money will disappear. And the wife thought that who was taking the money? The husband will put money where he puts his own money. Every now and then what happens? Money disappears. And he thought who was taking his money? Until one day. Tell somebody one day. One day, one day the wife came to the husband and said, ah, you took this one again. The man said, what did I take? Say, are you not the one always taking the money I put here? He said, no. Ah, but you are the one always doing what? Always taking the money I put here. So they found out that money had been disappearing in the house. And it was none, none of the two of them that was taking the money. Abnormal losses. Of course, they went to the man of God, our general overseer, and they prayed for them. And that came to an end. I pray for you today. Every abnormal loss in your life, it shall come to an end in the name of Jesus. Every abnormal loss in your life, I put an end to it today in the name of Jesus. You see, we are talking about trends. You just realize that every time you get a new job, and it is not that they will sack you, but for the first three months, the salary you get in that job, you don't use it for any good thing. It doesn't matter. After 21 years, after five years, after three years, <laughs> abnormal losses. God will deliver you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Another consequence that will make you realize that you are dealing with an altar is what I call inexplicable discouragement. What did I say? You see, before you went to bed yesterday night, you were excited. You were on fire. In fact, for the first time in many months, you prayed for one hour before you slept. And then you woke up this morning. And you don't feel like getting up from the bed. You don't feel like coming out of the house. You believe the whole world is against you. You've made up your mind that there's no need. There's no use. It's all hopeless. Tell somebody it's not hopeless. 
not hopeless. God's plan for your life will come to pass. Amen. Somebody doesn't like God's plan for his or her life. I say God's plan for your life will come to pass. Amen. And you will have a good testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. Inexplicable discouragement. You are just discouraged. And you know what? You know the funny part of it? When you tell somebody, this is what I went through. Say, ah, if I were in your shoes, I would go to church for Thanksgiving. And yet, you are in those shoes, and you are what? You are discouraged. Because you are battling an altar. And the Lord will silence that altar today in Jesus' name. What of suspicions? That's the next one. What did I call it? Somebody comes to you genuinely and wants to help you. But because you suspect everybody, you forget you are a child of God. By the time you realize what you are doing, the person takes the first step, you rebuff him. He takes the second step, you do what? By the time you realize your senses, what has happened? He's gone. But he came genuinely to do what? You know, many at times we pray. And then God answers our prayers. And we reject it. Because the way the answer to prayer has come is not maybe the way you read in your book, wherever you are, whatever book you are reading. Or just your own expectation. God doesn't have to do things the way you expect. But God is always good. He has promised you. He has never failed. He tells somebody he doesn't fail. It is not in our God's DNA to fail. Remember, the surname of Satan is what? His name is Mr. Satan Failure. Or Mr. Devil Failure. Every name you give unto him, the surname is what? He's a failure. Satan is the only man who is not ashamed to fail. He will fail and he will come back. Satan is a goat. Those of us that know what goats do. Is that not so? Drive a goat away now. What will happen? It will come. That is Satan for you. Tell somebody, don't be a Satan. He is the one that is a failure. Your father is not a failure. Who is your father? The king of kings himself. The lord of lords himself. The great I am that I am. The one who was, the one who is, the one who forevermore shall be. The ancient of days. The first and the last. The mighty God. The everlasting father. The great I am. The Jehovah Jireh. The Jehovah Nisi. The Jehovah Rofeka. The Jehovah Rafa. The Jehovah Sikenu. The Jehovah Rohi. The Jehovah Ra. The Lord our Shepherd. Oh, Malia Kabo Sotolenda Itragabo. Reika Lema Sotolenda Itragabo. Maye Kaliba Sotole Endaria. Eh, Reke Mundo Itrogobundo Ria. He's the immortal God. The invisible God. The only wise God. The immortality that dwells in unapproachable light. Is he your father? Yes. He is my father. Yes. There's a song we sing. We're rounding up. We have a lot to do this morning. God is my father. Jesus is my brother. 
and the blessed Holy Spirit is my guide. The devil no relation for I'm a new creation. I'm a member of the family of the Lord. Does that song talk about you? I know many of us don't know it, but it's a very simple song. Tell somebody, God is my father. Say, Jesus is my brother. That's what the Bible says, so Romans chapter 8. It says we are joint heirs with him. And the blessed Holy Spirit is my guide. Somebody is tired. Say, and the blessed Holy Spirit is my guide. The devil, no relation. Of course, if you are related to him, you don't need to say that. But if you are not related to him, say, the devil, no relation. For I'm a new creation. I'm a, I'm a member of the family of the Lord. Let's sing that song once and we're going to run up. God is my father. Jesus is my brother. And the blessed Holy Spirit is my God. The devil no relation. For I'm a new creation, I'm a member of the family of the Lord. God is my father, God is my father, Jesus is my brother, and the blessed Holy Spirit is my God. The devil no relation, the devil no relation. For I'm a new creation of the family of the Lord. One more time, God is my father. Jesus is my brother and the blessed Holy Spirit is my God. The devil no relation for I'm a new creation. I'm a member. You say, Father, say, Father, overturn every intention of the wicked, orchestrated anywhere, in any form. Concerning me in the name of Jesus. Overturn, overturn, overturn. Say, Father, overturn. Every plan of the enemy concerning me. Overturn, Father. Every plan of the enemy concerning me in the name of Jesus. Overturn, Father. Overturn, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Say, Father, Father, frustrate every evil devices concerning me. In the name of Jesus, every evil devices concerning me, frustrate, O oh Lord. Maliakabo satula indragabo. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Before I take my seat, are you here? You have not given your life to Jesus. This is an opportunity for you. Jesus will either fight for you or fight against you. He will fight for you if your life is given unto him. He will fight against you. 
if your life is not given unto him. Either way, Jesus is a fighter. If you are here, you are not born again, you want to raise up your hands, you are going to pray together. If you are watching us online, you are not born again, this is the time to surrender your life to Jesus. By saying, Lord Jesus, I come before you today. I call upon you one more time. I say, come into my life. Come in today. Come in to say, Satan, I have no relation with you. I'm a member of the family of the Lord. Father, write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Let's have our seats. We are welcome. We are welcome. We are welcome. We have a lot of things to do this morning. And quickly, we want to go into the, uh, the baby dedication. Quickly, we want to go into the baby dedication. So as our, uh, our brethren uh, bring up the baby, the choir will give us a song. Amen. And we are going to dance forward rejoicing in his presence. Amen. Those of us that came for the fa with the family that want to uh, rejoice with them, um, I know that the whole church might want to come forward. Uh, I mean, let's uh, let's restrain ourselves, but let's rejoice with them. Amen. That's very important. Let's rejoice with them. But I know they have guests that have come from outside for this uh, occasion, so. Excellent Jehovah. Excellent, Jehovah. Have a look for Excellent, Jehovah. Have a look, Jehovah. That's so wonderful,
in Psalm 127 except the Lord build the house they labor in vain that build it except the Lord keep the city the watchmen wicked but in vain you are not just building a house my brother and my sister what are you building you are building a home that's why your address may change from time to time until you buy your house I thought somebody would say amen to that. Yeah. If they don't say amen, you will know if you say amen. Yeah. I said your address may change from time to time until you buy your house. Yeah. Because I know you will buy your house. Yeah. Not just one. Yeah. You will have more than one. Yeah. But what you are building for the Lord is not just a house, but what? A home. Building a home entails responsibility. Entails what? You have got to bring up Gabriel and his younger ones. Because I can give you an assurance now. He's going to have younger ones. I'm sure Sister Georgina agrees with me on that one. I didn't say he will have younger ones. No. I said he will have what? Younger ones. And I'm sure mommy agrees with me on that. Abi, mommy, <laughs> and I, uh, my brother, that one is sure now. So, Gabriel and his younger ones, that the Lord is giving unto you to build a home, it's a responsibility in your hand. One day you will give account how you have brought up these children. One day you are going to tell the Lord, Father, these are the children you have given unto me. I have successfully brought them up. I am not just making heaven alone. I am making heaven with who? With them. And the only way you can make heaven with them is the foundation you have laid for them. Is the altar you have prepared in your home. There's no vacuum, brethren. Is that in your home you have built an altar for the living God? Or in your home you have decided that you have an altar for the devil? You know what the altar for the devil does? Every now and then is trouble. Trouble from day to day. Then you better examine yourself. Say, ah, which altar are we sacrificing upon in this house? Is it the altar of God that brings peace, that brings prosperity, that brings progress and promotion? Or is it the altar of the devil? <laughs> 
If it is not the altar of God, there is still chance to do what? To retrace your steps. Except the Lord builds the house. They labor in vain that build it. And we all know, we are told that the oldest, uh, what do you call it, institution in the world is that of what? Is that of marriage. God is a builder. Tell somebody God is a builder. I know the testimony of this young man. I know how he came. That's why I know that more are coming. Amen. Either the devil likes it or not. It, it, the choice is not his. We have taken that authority away from him. Amen. Gabriel will have younger ones. Amen. So as God is giving him testimony, as God is giving you testimony, you must make sure that you yourselves are testimonies for the living God. Beginning from today, you must ensure that if there's any cloak of lukewarmness on you, what do you do with it? He's not answering me. And if you check, you can sew it back. You exactly. No, say it again. Let me hear. What my sister go? You destroy it. If there is any cloak of lukewarmness on you, you do what? Destroy it. It will not give you promotion. It will not give you progress. It will not take you to where God is leading you. Let God be first. Let God be all in all. You will not regret it in Jesus' name. Amen. And as many of us are rejoicing with this family today, your joy shall come. Amen. Your joy will be multiplied. Amen. I don't know what your desire is. Your desire is between you and God. Whatever be that desire you are coming into his hands, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. I say it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. God will surprise you. Amen. Beautifully, marvelously, Amen. and joyfully in Jesus' name. Amen. Gabriel, you are a big man. You have to let me carry you. Uh-huh. Once upon a time, you are my friend. Are you still my friend? Amen. I dedicate you, Gabriel Omohiwa Efe, Uyogosa Osarieme, Prince Oluwashew, the son of Aroga, in the name of the Father, Amen. and of the Son, Amen. and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God will make way for you. Amen. God will make you a trailblazer. Amen. As you are the first child of this family, you will not be the last. Amen. Your younger ones will come to know you as the one God has put, I mean, has made that place in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every affliction of the firstborn, I cancel in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever makes one to slow down in the journey for which God has put him, I cancel on your part in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will excel. You will praise the Lord. Amen. You will worship God. Amen. Everyone that will come across your path to lead you astray, I banish in the name of Jesus. Amen. Among the giants in the mind of God, you will not be found in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will help your parents to fulfill destiny. Amen. You will fulfill destiny. Amen. Your name is Oluwashew. You will be a harbinger of good news. Amen. Wherever you stand, 
the goodness of God will follow you. Amen. In this land. Amen. You will explore, you will find the goodness of the land in the name of Jesus. Amen. So that's the song we normally sing. I can see the glory of the Lord. Is that the song? Bless someone like you. I can see the glory of the Lord descending in this place to bless some. That song is coming up in my mind. So I know the glory of God is doing something in somebody's life here today. Amen. Beginning with the life of Gabriel. Amen. The Bible says, Arise, shine, for your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. As he grows, that glory will shine forth upon his life. Amen. And for everyone that is saying amen here today, you will have an encounter with that glory. Amen. You will experience that glory. Amen. You will have a testimony. Amen. God will smile upon you. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Amen.